Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Bethany. This is an inclusive faith community. We say that every single week, and it is true this week too. No matter who you are, no matter where you are in life, no matter where you are physically this morning, you're welcome here. We are so glad you're with us. Normally, right now, we greet one another, which might be hard at the moment. So I want you to take a minute and text someone who you would normally be here with, or text someone who you wish were with you right now. Say good morning, say I love you, say whatever feels right. Come and find the quiet center in the crowded life we lead. Find the room for hope to enter, find the frame where we are free. Clear the chaos and the clutter, clear our eyes that we can see. All the things that really matter, be at peace and simply be. I invite you to take a deep breath. If you have a watch on, take it off. If you have your phone nearby and you're not listening to this on your phone, set it down, turn it over, put it away. Give yourself the gift of rest. Take a break. Give yourself this time to connect with God. Things will be a little different this morning, probably a little shorter. Our attention span on video is definitely shorter. Our text for today is Psalm 23, something we all know and love, or at least most of us know and love. And so Aaron's going to sing it for us. Just soak it in.
this is different. <laughs> I've never done this before. And I'm guessing many of you haven't ever worshipped this way before. I miss you. As I'm here in the sanctuary, I'm looking around and I picture each of you where you normally sit. And for those of you who are visiting us, I picture you coming in the doors, finding a spot for the first time. Here's what I'm certain of. The warmth and chatter that normally fill this room will return. We will be back in this space together. I am certain of that. Our passage for this morning is the 23rd Psalm. It was already going to be our passage before everything happened this week. We've been in this series on busyness. I wasn't, I'm not going to talk a lot about busyness this morning. What with all our isolation and staying home, I'm not sure busyness is our challenge at the moment. But I'm so glad this is our text. It has been a text of comfort for years, for generations, for millennia. And we need these words today. So let's savor them together. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. We so often use this as a funeral text. And that's not wrong. In life and in death, we belong to God. In sickness and in health, we belong to God. In panic and in calm, we belong to God. The Lord is my shepherd. But this isn't only a passage of comfort. In other cultures, this is used as a text of political resistance. The Lord is my shepherd. No other. No king no boss, no leader. The Lord is my shepherd. God is God. Today I'm reminded that the chaos of the world does not define us. There's a continuity to God's love that endures no matter what. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing except toilet paper. <laughs> I lack nothing. The verb lack or want is used dozens of times in the Hebrew Bible. But this is the only place where it doesn't have an object. The poet says, I genuinely want for nothing. That seems awfully hard to swallow right now, as we're all trying to stock up. I want nothing. It's easier when it's not a command, but a testimony. 
this person has looked around and discovered that she lacks nothing. When we slow down, <clears throat> when we give into mindfulness, we discover an abundance around us we never would have guessed. Take a minute and look around where you are. You have breath. You have a roof. We have water. We have light. We have beauty as far as the eye can see. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. I'm reminded of last week's text. Come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Rest. Find a way to lay down your burdens this week. Turn off the news. Turn on a dumb movie. Call a friend and talk about anything except the pandemic. Go for a walk outdoors or a run or cook something delicious with all those quarantine provisions. Rest. Rest from all the panic. It's God's gift to us. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, because you are with me. That's the heart of this. If this pandemic is a dark valley, we haven't reached the bottom yet. There is more to come. But, says the poet, I fear no danger. It's not that there's nothing to be afraid of. It's that we're called beyond fear. I fear no danger because you are with me. This is why this person isn't afraid, because you are with me. No matter where we go or don't go, we are not alone. Gosh, how much we need that promise right now. God is with us, and God is with us in community. We are here for one another. Right now, right now, one of the best ways we can love one another is through space. Whether it's elbow bumps or six feet of distance or staying home, we're doing this not because we're separate, but because our lives are intertwined. We do all of this as a sign not of fear, but of care. Because God is with us. No matter what valley we walk through, no matter what epidemic we face, God is with us. And God is made manifest in community. So I want to challenge you this week. Connect each day with at least three people. Call them, text them, email them, 
Say, how are you doing? What do you need? Here's how I'm doing. God walks with us in that community. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. You set a table before me, right in front of my enemies. I really like the first half of that better than the second half. You set a table before me. All that we have, all that we are, is a gift from God who loves us. We come into this world empty-handed, and we leave the same way. And everything in between is a gift. How richly we have been blessed. So take a minute and look around where you are. What do you see? Just right around your computer. Or if you're listening to this later in the week on the podcast, as you're cleaning your kitchen, or going for a run, or driving somewhere, what do you see around you? How has God prepared a table before you? And it's right in front of our enemies. Whether our enemies are fear, or selfishness, or isolation, they will be transformed. We aren't left on our own. They don't get the last word. There is a table set for us. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full it overflows. This psalm is so tangible. At every step, our bodies are cared for. Not just our souls, but our bodies, too. Wash your hands, please. But then, put on some lotion, too. It's not God's will that we just care for our bodies, but that we have pleasure along the way. Use that as an act of resistance. Take time not only to feed yourself, but to feed yourself well. To enjoy the gift of this day and the gift of all that your body can do. Find and nurture and create moments of pleasure. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the Lord's house as long as I live. There it is. In life and in death, we belong to God. In health and in sickness, we belong to God. In panic and in calm, we belong to God. No matter so hear it one more time. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. 
He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they protect me. You set a table for me right in front of my enemies. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full it overflows. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Amen. Would you join in the song of response? There's a refrain that is repeated multiple times, and we will start with that refrain.
We're still learning our way <laughs> through this. It's our time for prayer. You can share your prayers through the comments. And we'll answer each one with, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. So what do you want to pray for today? I'll do a quick prayer. Um, I'm just really thinking about all the families that have been affected by all the school closures. So prayers for students um, in this time and families and prayers of thanksgiving for all the outpouring of community support that I've already seen. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. What else should we pray for this morning? There's a bit of a delay in the comments, so that's okay, and in the video. So take time and think about what's on your mind for prayer. Brian says he'd like to offer a prayer of thanks that we can offer this, uh, this service to all of us, no matter where we are. God, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayers. prayers. From Toby Roberts, we're particularly concerned about the elderly. God, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayers. prayers. From Nicole Wink, she needs help finding joy in the days so that the kids can have lightness and fun and be removed from the fear. God, in your mercy. Prayers from Rachel for health care workers everywhere. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From Margaret, prayers of thanksgiving for being able to connect even from afar. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From Stacy, my next-door neighbor, Jerry Curtis, passed away this week after a long, happy life. Please pray for his family and his friends. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From Rachel, prayers for those feeling anxiety, and fear, and depression during isolation. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From our friend Brenda Miller, from down in Oregon, Southern Oregon University had an incident of racist graffiti several weeks ago. Students have seen, so, have seen no action in response. Prayers that the campus president will find the wisdom and courage to create change. And prayers for their finals this week, and UW has finals this week too. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From Meg Henderson-Wiley, she asks for prayers for three of her students who are having a particularly hard time adapting to the online learning model. For all those kids who are having a hard time, God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. From Neil Eason, prayers of calm for our nation and our world. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. 
from Jeannie Sagel, prayers for patience and understanding during this time. God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. From Gracie Sweeney, as a result of the school closure in Ellensburg, she'll be without work and pay until school resumes. For all who are without work and pay during this time, God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Are there any others? From Abby Waters, prayers of thanks for the way some people are particularly stepping up, especially NBA players who are donating to keep the stadium workers' paychecks flowing. God, in your mercy. Silence is a friend who claims us, cools the heat and slows the pace. God it is who speaks and names us, knows our being, touches things, making space within our thinking, lifting shades to show the sun. One more prayer for so many artists and musicians who are out of work. God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Will you join me in the prayer that Christ taught us to pray? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would the ushers please come forward to receive our morning offering? Oh, wait. <laughs> we aren't going to do that part today. But, it is still really important that you give financial support to Bethany. We will be paying all of our employees their regular hourly wages. I am so proud of us that we are able to do that. But in order to keep doing that, we need your financial support. If you already give online or by direct deposit or faithfully send in a check each month or each week, we are so thankful for you. Thank you. If you would like to learn how to do that, you can find instructions at bethanytacoma.org backslash give or by going straight to our website and clicking on the tab that says give. There are simple instructions for giving one time or giving on a recurring basis. I hope you will help support our community and build this community together particularly during this hard time. It's important to remember, though, that we not only give with money, but we give with gratitude, too. So I wonder, what are you grateful for today? How are you being sustained? 
Where are you seeing God around you? I'm going to invite you to respond in the comments again, and I'll go first. This story gave me so much hope this week. A friend of mine was in line at the grocery store, and the guy in front of her had a packet full of package full of toilet paper. And jokingly, she said to him, I'm going to steal some of that. And he turned around and tore open the package and gave her two rolls of the toilet paper. It's that kind of friendliness and good humor that's going to get us through that. That story is sustaining me. So what's sustaining you this week? What's sustaining you, Brian? Oh, you know, music. I am go coming to church and you know the what kind of gift it is. <laughs> music and the gift of making it together. What else? Sunshine. Yes, what a gift that is. If we have to all be at home, at least the sun is shining. Virtual communication with family. We're not alone. Grateful for our family all together, even when we're cranky. <laughs> Same, sunshine. It brightens everything. Anything else? Let this be your offering this week. Gratitude, joy in the face of it all. Pets to keep us company. Family. The teachers that have stepped up to help students during this time. All of these ways that we support one another. Thank you. Thank you, God. And for the natural beauty of this area. And Anita Calhoun is celebrating her 75th birthday tomorrow and the gift of family there. So many opportunities to laugh at the crazy situation we're in. And selfishly, not selfishly at all, but directly from Rosie Ely, that she passed her gestational diabetes test this week, and she can eat carbs again. <laughs> Love of family and blue sky. I love how we have so much that we are grateful for. Our closing song is one of our favorites here at Bethany. It's a song I sing to my children all the time. Aaron's going to tell us the words, and then we're going to sing it through twice. Don't be afraid. My love is stronger. My love is stronger than your fear. Don't be afraid. 
for I have loved you. Oh, I turned it away. <laughs> it's weird when you're speaking it, not singing it. Don't be afraid. I need My love is stronger. <laughs> and I have promised, promised to be mm. always near. We got this. Singing's easier than speaking. <laughs> Let's sing our closing song. go back into your daily life and as you go do not be afraid but go with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the unending love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit this day and unto your life eternal amen until we see each other again blessings